Hi, this is episode number 15. Today I am answering the question, how will minimalism benefit our kids? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. This is Danae. Today, I am taking a question from Amy in San Diego. If you're new to the show, this is a question and answer style podcast. Please submit questions to simplefamilies.com backslash ask. I look forward to hearing from you. So back to the question. She says, you write and speak a lot about minimalism. I'm intrigued, but I don't really know how making these sort of changes will impact my family. My husband is also hesitant. He says that it's a fad that's probably going to die out quickly. What are your thoughts? How will it benefit my kids by living more simply? These are good questions and points that you've made here, Amy. You are not alone in these questions. I asked myself the same questions when we got started about three years ago, moving towards a more minimalist lifestyle. So Amy, I get where your husband is coming from with this idea that minimalism feels like a fad. And it's becoming really popular. I'm hearing a lot about it in the news, a lot about it in the media. And I think that minimalism is really growing. And the reason for that is that it's sort of the lashback from this move towards consumerism and the idea that Americans have started buying so much stuff and our homes are growing, our storage facilities are growing. There's just such a need to scale back on our lifestyles. So while it does definitely feel trendy, it's really the result of the way that lifestyles in our culture has shifted over time. In the past decade or so, as online shopping has become so convenient, the pendulum has swung into the direction of the accumulation of stuff is more and more and more. And now the pendulum is swinging back towards the direction of, we need to get rid of this stuff. We need to cut back. I think that moms of young children are some of the people who need minimalism the most. So today I want to start by explaining what is minimalism. I want to share the definition that really resonates with me. And then I want to give you four of the things that I think have been the biggest gains and benefits that I've seen for my kids and my family as we've transitioned into minimalism. My favorite definition of minimalism comes from Joshua Becker of Becoming Minimalist, and I'm going to share with you. He writes that minimalism is the intentional promotion of things we most value and the removal of everything that distracts us from it. So what he means by that is that we are going to prioritize the things that matter the most to us, and then we're going to get rid of everything else that stands in the way of focusing on those important things in our lives. So we're really going to establish what are our values and how do we stay focused on those values. By raising my kids in a minimalist home, I really believe that I'm raising them to be conscious consumers. I'm raising them to be careful about what they buy, not only careful not to bring things into, the, into our home and into our life that we don't really love and don't really care about, but this idea of purchasing things we need rather than things we want. I think this is going to go a long way in their financial security and them making good, sound financial decisions in their future. And I also think it's going to help them steer clear of making impulse purchases and falling into this cycle of buy, buy, buy. Something that I've written about on the blog, and I'll put the link in the show notes at simplefamilies.com backslash episode 15. It's called shiny object syndrome. So it's this idea that we are attracted to new and shiny things and we seek them out all the time. 
our kids are especially susceptible to this. I remember when my son was a baby, he was like wrestling a bear when I was trying to change his diaper. And I had a friend suggest that I just fill the top of my changing table, the top drawer full of little toys. And I hand him a new toy every time that I changed his diaper. And I did. And sure enough, it worked. And sure enough, I was starting down the path of really orienting him towards, hey, give me something new. Give me something shiny. My brain needs those those dopamine spikes to stay content and to stay happy. And I think it really starts at the changing table in the very early days of life, but it goes until we are buying toys for our kids for Christmas and birthdays. And what happens is we feel like we need to provide endless amounts of toys so that our kids don't get bored. And that there's always something new for them to turn to and always something to occupy them. The reality is that our kids really benefit from having less That's less clutter, less toys. There's research that shows that kids that have less clutter actually learn better and they focus better. And we know that kids who have fewer toys also create and they innovate more. If you think about a kid who's given a teepee, they can play with it as a teepee. And then they're given a cape and they can play with it as a cape. And they're giving a picnic blanket and they can play with it to have a picnic. Or you give them a bed sheet and they can do all those three things. They can use the bed sheet to make a teepee. They can use the bed sheet to make a cape. They can use the bed sheet to have a picnic. By providing them less specific toys and specific items, we're giving them opportunities to create and innovate. But I want to come back to this definition of minimalism and this intentional promotion of the things that matter most. And I think about this especially when it comes to the holidays and it comes to birthdays and the gifts that we give to our children. When tangible wrapped gifts take center stage on holidays, it's really important for kids to see what the holidays are really about. So when Christmas is all about gifts, it's easy to forget that Christmas is actually about family and religion. When Valentine's Day is all about gifts, it's easy to forget that Valentine's Day is about love. And when birthdays are all about gifts, it's easy to forget that birthdays are really about celebrating life. So when we take away the gifts and we take away the things that distract us from what matters the most, we can focus better. So when we take the gifts away from the birthday celebrations, yeah, I know I sound evil when I say that, but if the gifts don't become a central part of birthday celebrations, we could really focus on let's celebrate the year that we had and the year that we have to come. As our kids have those birthdays and they continue to grow and grow, they continue to have more and more stress as their lives become more and more complicated. Research shows us that having more stuff and having more clutter actually leads to more stress. They've actually looked at the amount of clutter that families had and tested their cortisol levels and noticed that they had higher cortisol levels if they had more clutter. So I get it. It's scary. It's really scary. The take home for today is that sometimes we have to make decisions for our kids because we know that there's a bigger and greater benefit to be had. That's why our kids have us, right? They need us to guide them through these early years to set the foundation for the important stuff so that they can do it on their own when they get older. If you're interested in hearing more about these things we talked about today, I will put some links in the show notes at simplefamilies.com backslash episode 15. And I'm also going to put some links to the research that I talked about as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe on iTunes. And if you have a chance, leave a review. That would be so helpful. And I look forward to talking with you all some more. Thank you.